0: great future we're talking real money
1: hello again welcome back i'm don that's tom this is talking real money where i bet you can guess what we do yes you're correct Mm -hmm. we talk about money yeah we talk about the financial things that you do in your life particularly investing your hard-earned dough because that's where you tend to make the big mistakes you can make mistakes you know buying a little something but when you make mistakes investing it can cost you big time
2: unless it's lumber who's buying anything come on really somebody's buying lumber oh by by the record numbers i forgot to put my
1: ifb in
2: yeah no i mean lumber prices have what doubled in the last year or something it's ridiculous up and up and up and up. see i had
1: no idea paying no attention to lumber prices
2: no, you don't buy lumber futures? You don't, don't buy the derivatives even, on lumber futures and really buy, make some money? I, because I, stocks and bonds are never enough. Why would you just own stocks I and bonds when you could buy these other tricky things that are going to make you a lot more money and never lose it for you? Oh, I love I
1: think like that. I smell a topic coming up. Uh, 855-935-TALK is our phone number. 855-935-8255. Uh, I want to... Uh, Talk to all of you special people in the audience. You know who you are. You're special. You're
2: looking at me, but I know I'm not. Yeah, you're so. not.
1: But you know who you are. You're special. I want to talk to the uh, couple of rich people who will never claim to actually listen to talking real money out there. You think? What's your sp-
2: definition of rich, by the way?
1: Really, 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 um, sh- nine figures. Yeah, okay, that's rich. Yeah, that's rich. See, there you go. Uh, I know there are probably one or two of you who are slumming it here on Talking Real Money. <laughs> yeah. You know? I want to tell you something. You, you may think you're special because you've got a lot of money, but when it comes to investing, you're just as likely to get ripped off as anybody else because there are no magical formulas for making more money and, and, oh, and this is what all of you love. You want to make more money, but you want to make it with less risk, right? You know you do.
2: You know who you are. And it's never, never been truer than just this week when they shut down the Infinity Q Diversified Alpha Fund, which I know you're all pining to get into. Well, or actually to get uh, out of, I should say. Yeah, I was going to
1: say, a lot of people <laughs> were getting into it. What did it get up to? Yeah. Like
2: $1.8 almost, billion. Yeah, almost two. It billion was still dollars. relatively, that's a small fund in the big picture of things. That's not a lot of money. It sounds like a lot of money, but it, it
1: does it, to it, me. It's, it's, it's more is, than nine well. figures.
2: Well, it is indeed that. But this was a very special fund, Don. This is not like one of those homogenized, boring index funds that we tell you to go on. This is for the important people. Yeah. This is for yeah. the
1: big money. The big money. The, the players. The players. Yeah. The minimum <laughs> investment was a hundred grand. Yeah. And what was grand. the minimum
2: charge, by the way? Oh, the expense <laughs> ratio. ratio. Oh, yeah, that thing they charge you every year to manage your money.
1: And they claim they could give you a high return with low risk, and still mm. charge you. Yeah, two point three percent per year, and that's a reduction from their normal fee. They were eating some of their expenses.
2: That's crazy. Should have been two and a half percent. This week. What this happened last week? They had well, they actually had to stop you from getting your money back. I mean. I don't want to put my money in anything where I can't get it. Like then, part one. Well, I'm it's are never going to pay two point three ever, right? It's the a fun. He said you're supposed totally can't to be able
1: it. to price it every day mm-hmm. to price mm-hmm. the securities, and they lied basically, and they just made up what the securities were worth because what they bought was the kind of stuff nobody should be buying anyway.
2: When you, t- when you use the word that's going to bring back 2008, 2009. Oh, memories. Fun times then that almost brought the whole thing down. Mm-hmm. Derivatives, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, bets on bets on bets.
1: Well, now, wait a minute. Let's go back in time. Let's go back to 2000, 2001. What caused a lot of that? CMOs, collateralized yeah. mortgage obligations or mm-hmm. derivatives. Yeah. 2008 collateralized debt obligations Sounds or derivatives familiar.
2: so uh, here's the thing at the end of the day we go through everything it owns the, the fund has been suspended what's the right word i'm looking for you can't get your money out it's they're they're, they're holding up your withdrawals there's no way to get your money but here's because at the they, end of the day. they
1: don't know what it's worth
2: yeah i mean and the, and the guy who is kind of the chief investment officers on administrative leave <laughs> probably never see him again but this people bought this because they just did what you wanted to you they wanted to make money, never lose money and feel special and now they found out the hard way there is no such thing period end of tape
1: it is that is an absolute I, I just cannot I can't tell you what's wrong with everything but I can tell you if it promises that it's wrong
0: Tom and Don are talking.
1: A second opinion could save your life either physically or fiscally. Let one of our Vestry advisors help you save your future at Vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com.
0: For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money.
1: Hi, welcome back to the show. Don here, Tom there. This is Talking Real Money. Glad you could drop in. And remember to listen to the podcast, we put this show online as a podcast and then we do about three others every week that are available on better podcasting services everywhere and remember to tell friends to listen to and if you like what you hear review us you can review us on apple podcasts if and only, now you're available uh, only if you like it other no i was po- yeah I mean, i'm on a, Benjamins. i am becoming a regular cast on member sound investing uh yeah i'm becoming a regular cast member on stacking Benjamins. what did i say talking ben you said stanking Staking. or something
2: stonking stonking benjamins stalking benjamins, benjamins. <laughs> stalking benjamins 855 <laughs> stalking benjamins. never mind we're just
1: going to move along 855935 yeah, talk it. is the number and pat has a question
3: hi pat hi guys how you doing
1: good hey. thank good yes we're yeah, better we're now
3: that you've called. called pat oh okay well i'm try i try to help um so I got kind of a windfall. Um, I worked for a company years ago and left them in 2000, and uh, I had a pension with them, and they terminated the pension plan and gave me various options for getting my funds out of it, most of which were bad. Um, but So I chose to roll over this $37,000 into an existing IRA that I have with my credit union. And uh, I'm, I guess my um, limited knowledge of it is that probably that IRA doesn't have a really good return. So at this point, um, first that money's going into to IRA. And, and after that, then I want to know, or I want some ideas on what I can do with it once it's in that IRA. Uh, what else uh, is so in the IRA, Pat? To, I'm sorry?
1: what all what else is in the IRA? Do you have more money? You have the 37 plus some other money in the IRA?
3: No, no, just a, uh, like a thousand dollars in it. Oh, okay. So it's a small one. So now it's 38,000
1: yeah. instead of 37. And is it just in yeah. like a savings account or something?
3: I'm sorry. Uh, is no, it, it just in a savings? The I I honestly have to get with my bank and find out what the composition of that IRA is. I have no idea. I'm assuming there's investment options within that IRA. Yeah, you don't oh, want right. to take those whatever they are. You don't want to take yeah. those.
2: Credit okay. unions are so great for of- borrowing money. Credit unions are great for saving money. Credit unions are not a place to go get your have your money invested nope. because they have relationships with broker dealers who are sitting in the lobby and are going to sell you a nice product that is going to be expensive probably underperform and just it's just you're not getting fiduciary advice so i would not do that number two if you're going to do this on your own which it sounds like you're very capable of doing why not just go to somebody like vanguard fidelity or schwab open an ira move the money over there and then we give you funds free at our website that you could use how old are you pat
3: uh 62 okay and so
2: are there? Do you have any other yeah, I, I, savings for retirement? Yeah, I have a,
3: I have a. Well, I have a four hundred and one k at my uh, at my employer, and uh, the last I heard of that, it was doing two point five percent, which doesn't seem very good. So um, I know there's options within I, that. That four hundred and one k is with Fidelity, so I can you know shuffle that around uh, as Lieutenant.
1: All right, I have an idea for you, Pat. I have a great idea. I've got a plan for you right now. Here's a starting plan. One, go to TalkingRealMoney.com. Two, take our risk quiz. Risk quiz, R-I-S-Q-U-I-Z. Take that. Then, on the main page there, scroll down, you'll see three funds from three families. Based on your risk quiz, build a portfolio of those three funds with fidelity at your 401k and then maybe do the same three funds with
2: fidelity move your ira to them or in other words well no you could put you could take the IRA and put it into your 401k
1: if they have the same funds that we suggest well, no, no,
2: he could just take the money and know, roll it into his I current know, retirement plan. i don't know
1: what funds they have at fidelity so if they have the same funds then yes make life easier okay. it would make life easier
3: I guess one, one thing that's remained to me that I honestly don't know is in that that money is now going into the, that IRA at my credit union, I can move that without penalty.
2: Yes, yes. As long as yes. I don't
3: disperse it. Correct. But I can move Even it then, you could take it, you it.
1: could take it out for 60 days and do a rollover, mm-hmm. but don't mess with that. That's a pain. Just do don't direct transfers. Just do yeah. direct mm-hmm. transfers from one custodian to another. Uh, and but-
2: again, just to make it very simple, you could take it and put it into your current uh it, employer plan, then you have one retirement account. That's what I was trying to say. It makes but it
1: again, I don't know what fund choices your 401k provider you. makes yeah, for you. you. So if they have the three funds that we suggest on our website, which is an international index, a U.S. index, and a bond index, then rolling them all together in your 401 would make sense. Otherwise, get yourself an IRA with Fidelity, use the same funds, and then try to get something similar to those funds in your 401k plan.
2: Thank you, Pat. And by the way, if you're running a credit union, um, someday we're going to say nice things about you when you fix this. Credit unions and <laughs> banks too. Yeah, I know. It's just I got to tell you, you want to trust them, but you
1: shouldn't. If if you want if you want people to trust you, bankers, credit unions, get rid of the broker in the bank. You are so far behind the times. And and by the way. If you are a credit union or a bank with a 100% fiduciary RIA that charges 1% per per year or less and and follows the same kind of principles we believe in we will we will shout your names from the rooftops here on yeah, the send show us a
2: note. we'd love we'd yeah. love to hear from you
1: i just don't believe any exists because you guys think I you found, found that you think you found a cash cow in getting a piece of the broker's action when in fact you're doing wrong wrong by your customers by not,
2: not your customers your owners remember if you're, if you're in a credit c- union, union you're part of your, your own part of the deal so it's even worse
1: yeah So, uh, by the way, if you're in a credit union, you're an owner of your credit union.
2: You should complain.
1: You are a, uh, you're a member.
2: uh, It's way overdue. They should really clean this up. But it's not
1: just them. You know, think about it, Tom. It's 403Bs. They're, they're 403Bs are just abhorrent. And many of the problems with 403Bs in schools are directly attributable to the malfeasance of the unions that represent the teachers who have gotten into bed with the annuity companies that create these horrible non-fiduciary products that just shaft teachers left and right and, hospitals? and that's probably
2: because yeah, probably because teachers make too much money oh yeah teachers are so well overpaid. paid yeah my overpaid, daughter so quit teaching because she them.
1: couldn't live on what they paid teachers
2: it's pathetic. That's astounding. That is astounding that she actually. I mean, she's kind of teaching, right? She's worked for somebody that. She's does... She's working
1: teach. for a, yeah. a a company that does yeah. tutoring, but um. Yeah. Wow. But in a in a uh, different role, but I, it's it's really sad what we do to people in the name of just making money. You can make money and do it right. Look at us. We make money by acting the same as fiduciaries. From a year ago. <laughs> yeah, we're not rich, but we're we're. Happy? 855-935-TALK. Well, not Tom.
0: Tom and Don are talking real money.
1: Tom and I created Vestry to help everyone become a better investor, even those who will never be clients. Let one of our advisors help you start your financial plan or solve a money problem free with no obligation or high-pressure sales pitch at Vestory.com,
0: V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money.
1: Once again, our telephone number is 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. It's free, it's really easy, and almost anything that is money-oriented is a topic that we can discuss. So give us a call. Happy to do so. Happy yeah. to do so. You can also send questions in at talkingrealmoney.com that we will answer here or on the podcast because this episode becomes a podcast on Tuesday. So uh, if you do send in a question, remember, it could, it could be answered on any of the podcasts. So you have to listen in to the podcast. And uh, let's do one of those typed in questions. Hello, guys. And thanks for all you do. I'm 59 years old. My current plan is to retire at 62. I am projecting out the growth of my money. Uh, I've been using an expected 4% growth rate in the value. That's pretty conservative. Yes, that is. I'm wondering if you guys have historical data that shows what I can likely expect with different allocations of stocks to bonds like 50, 50, 60, 40, 70, 30, 80, 20. Thanks.
2: Yeah, that's always the question, right? What am I going to make on my money in the future? Number, There's a couple ways to look at this. And our planning software will do it either way. It'll look back and say, here's what you would have made, Mm -hmm. which I I trust more than the other thing they offer, which is here's what you're likely to make. I just looked at returns today. Fascinatingly, if you were in a portfolio 60% in stocks, 40% in bonds, globally diversified, for the last 50 years, you made over 10% per year in that portfolio. I
1: actually have the numbers right here in front of me.
2: Yeah. Wasn't it 10.8,
1: 10.8 on a 60-40 portfolio.
2: Yeah. But the problem. Well, I give you one problem. The last Bonds. 10 years, you made nowhere near that. Yeah. I mean, you, but here's the other part of that that you always point out. That last 10 years, inflation much, much lower. You only made a little over 6% the last 10 years. Right. But inflation was much lower. So there's a trade-off there that people forget about planning planning your numbers into the future by the way when we do this again we put it in the software it runs a thousand possibilities which i think is probably somewhat accurate a thousand and one that makes it look bad it's still a crapshoot yeah it really is we don't know
1: so whatever the number is that we've seen in the past my rule of thumb is and i like what you've done you've said four
2: it's like, yeah. I think that's okay, more...
1: I think you're good with
2: four. I'm assuming that's not a real rate of return, though. That's four before inflation, but okay. I'm assuming he didn't so. didn't say that. But... Uh, but I'll give you the
1: numbers. A 50-50 portfolio over the past 50 years, 10% per year. This is global and U.S. and short intermediate bonds. 60-40, as Tom said, 10.8%. 70-30, 117 as you see, the more you had in equities, the greater your return would
2: have hundred percent made over twelve, right?
1: Uh fourteen. Fourteen. Yeah. So, you
2: know, I again I would not count on that in the future, Mm-mm. personally. I don't count on that. Mm-mm. I think you take those numbers you knock off. Three percent. I mean something because it's as you point out, bonds. I think the all bond portfolio made over five, right, going back to nineteen seventy
1: and six. But that again is in large part because from nineteen seven, well, 80? from the eighties, interest rates yeah. were so so high that yeah. bond prices appreciated as interest rates came down. There was a modicum of, of of appreciation in addition to those high returns from the bonds themselves. So you get it. Uh, you don't get a great indication i i would say the bond portion of a portfolio don't expect any more than about one percent in a low inflation environment um and for the stock portion of a portfolio when bonds are low it's a relative mix so five six percent maybe i'm gonna hold you to that i'm gonna come back I'm in guessing, 20 years
2: and say i didn't make the five this or six. is a
1: big total absolute <laughs> i just want to qual. i want to qu- qualify this by saying this is absolutely guessing. And anybody who says it's anything other than a guess, even a scientific thousand scenario Monte Carlo, anybody who says it's any more than a guess is a
2: bald-faced liar because and no by, one can know. I mean in the in in the piece we talked about earlier about the super secret magic investment that will make you money and never lose it, that that did you can't even get your money out of Someone at the end said, well, the only thing I can really do to make sure I'm not going to run out of money or that I'm going to do all right is spend less. I think ah, that's probably there you correct. Go. Oh, and that's by the way, part of the equation. I want
1: to add a little thing to that. If you're saying, hey, I like that 100% equity, 14% return, the worst one-year loss was a loss of 47%, while the 50-50 portfolio, the worst one-year loss was half that. There you go. See?
2: Save your bacon.
1: 855 935 talk
0: Don and Don are talking real
1: money. Want a free copy of my book, Financial Physics? Well, go download it right now at vestory.com. V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com.
0: Reality radio for a really great future. We're talking real money.
1: Need a little help with a little money issue? Uh, give us a little call at 855-935-TALK. 855 8255 I'm Don McDonald. Tom Cox over there. We're just hanging out, wanting to help you. We want to help you like Robin Hood helped all of those poor people in Notting- in Nottingham and Sherwood Forest. <laughs> helping rob the rich to give to the poor. And then, in the 21st century... They flipped it, and they rob from the poor to make themselves rich.
2: You know, it's a fascinating thing. If you criticize Robin Hood, we're talking the investing app.
1: Oh, we're not talking about
2: Robin Hood
1: and my <laughs> yeah, well, here's, my loyal man, happens? Little John.
2: You're called elitist. That's always number one, yeah. right? Because, yeah. and then you're called old, basically, right? Because yeah. yeah, I am. <laughs> Charlie Munker, he's in the middle of. He's 97. I mean, okay, for those he of you is, don't know Charlie, he is
1: legitimately old.
2: Yeah, he's, he's been old. around for a while. He's done this for a long time. He works with a guy named. Uh, what's the guy's name again? Runs uh, Berkshire uh, not the way, uh, He Warren was in. Something. Well, he had, he Warren, was in the Hulu, restaurant Warren business, Buffett's. wasn't he? In like a buffet yeah.
1: business or something.
2: Yeah. So he's done all this, and he's gotten into war words with the people at to Robin Hood, which I find fascinating because he called it. Uh, yeah. He said Robin Hood, Robin Hood may call it investing, but that's all BS. BS. You can yeah. say
1: BS on the radio. Yeah. You can't <laughs> okay, say the you. other word, but you can say <laughs> BS.
2: I'm just giggling because I think so they immediately call it disappointing and elitist what he said about the fact that he, he points out that this what what you're doing when you trade stocks like you're playing a video game is it's like you said, Don, it's a. Casino gambling or racetrack betting, it's entertainment, well, it's not investing.
1: Yeah, and I love what he went on to say. Uh he said that uh that this was destructive capitalism featuring trading orgies. <laughs> Whooped up I never get invited by to. the people who
2: profit from them. Trading
1: orgies. He was yeah, I, fired up,
2: Charlie. Yeah, here's the thing, and the other part that we have pointed out on this show many times. Robin Hood, yes, they let you trade for free. Robin Hood profits greatly by all the trades you place because they get a thing called kickbacks from or thing called order flow. Who actually executes the trade? Anyway, I don't want to get into all this, oh, but they've that. made a lot of money on all now, of you buying and selling stocks. Me, but Robin so, Hood
1: told the Wall Street Journal, quote, Robin Hood was created to allow people who don't have access to generational wealth or the resources that come with it to begin investing in the U.S. stock market.
2: Now, correct me if I'm wrong. I believe you can go to Vanguard, you go to Schwab, whatever, and with $100. You have, have like 40, $100, you have to you $100. Could buy a share of VT. Yeah. Yeah. And then you're actually- no commission. Then you're actually
1: investing. In the US you're, you're owning, I mean, like,
2: 9,000 stocks, then, instead of trading GameStop. And, and here's what prepared. I find
1: most disingenuous about that statement is the fact that they call what they encourage people to do investing. It's investing like Blackjack is investing.
2: Yeah. It's mm-hmm. that kind of investing. It's like going on a walk and then coming back and having two pieces of chocolate cake and saying you're you're, you're improving your health. Well, It depends on how Sorry. long the walk was. <laughs> well, it better be yeah. a darn long. Yeah. One. I'm trying to plan my afternoon. You do like here, a so. you do like
1: a two thousand calorie burning walk. What would it be like right, a day? Okay, that's a full right, poor day analogy.
2: One. I'll come up with a better one. Sorry, I'm sure you, you get will. the idea. Yeah. Charlie, okay. hang in there. Keep keep at it. Hang I in there. I just brother. I love it. I absolutely adore it. And and it
1: is not investing. And it is not a way to pick in on and, an old and, and, man. And here's the thing, before we move along to the callers eight five five nine three five talks the number. Robin Hood is truly get this is the thing. What they encourage is no different than a casino or a lottery. They make. And they're making a fortune off a flaw that we all possess we have a flaw in the way our brains are wired where we believe we can actually get rich quickly and regularly with little or no effort on our part
2: and be entertained i mean it's uh, there's a lot of noise there's a lot of color that's fun. but you
1: know the main reason people do it is not for the noise and the color No. It's because they honestly think they're going to get rich trading stocks. And you're not going to do it. Charlie, thanks for speaking up for all of us, even though you are a crotchety old guy like Tom. 855-935-TALK is our number. 855-935-8255. Hey, you call me old all the time. If you can't take it, don't dish it.
0: Tom and Don are talking.
1: Is your portfolio a mess? You may have a case of hodgepodgeitis. But don't worry, we can help. Just set up a free, no-obligation meeting with a Vestory advisor at vestory.com. No sales pitch guaranteed. That's V E S T O R Y.com.
0: For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money
1: hey there hi there ho there welcome back to the show i'm don that's tom 855-935-talk is our phone number we still have time to fit in a couple of you so get on the line before we go away and you're going well i wanted to call 855-935-talk 855-935-8255 hey josh thanks for calling welcome to the show
4: hey thanks guys hang out a crowd need some advice Fifty-two year old guy have a pretty good paying job in the medical field to make about a hundred G's a year. I'm selling a rental house in the Seattle area, and um, I'm going to have a pile of money uh, to invest. Don't really know what to do with it. I don't really have a four hundred one k or have uh, you know much of a retirement set aside. I have a this rental house. Um, I have my primary residence, and in the next two years, I'm going to end up with uh, two more houses through, um, my mom willing me her house and my in-laws willing me their house. So it's going to be, bunch of house sales going to, I think it's going to sell for about 999,000 bucks. Um, I owe uh $200,000 on it, uh, with the first mortgage. That's it. And I'm just kind of wondering, you know, what I can do to not pay a whole ton of money on taxes and kind of invest some of it. What do you think?
1: Wow. Um, first, I, I, I think we really should wait until you actually get it and put it into the pile of money because, uh, we're going to have a new program called investing by the foot. So once you can measure that, we'll, that <laughs> pile, then that's a joke. That's a bad joke. Yeah. Uh,
2: taxes, huh? And it's a rental property. Pay the taxes. <laughs> that's, there really is no chance Here is the no answer. there other than, other than doing some sort of an exchange where you're getting right back into the business of, Running real estate, home properties, or yeah, you, I mean, you, so if that's what you want to do, then you, sure.
1: Yeah, you, know, you could trade into some of these trusts. The Delaware, never mind. You don't want to do that. It's just going Please, to be expensive. No DSTs. See, here's no. the here's the deal. Taxes are the after effect of actually doing well. They're not a terrible thing because well, it's going to be capital gains. It'll be long term capital gains, so you'll be at a lower bracket uh it'll be a lower rate um but it's you know you you made the money you got to pay taxes on it eventually you're never going to get out of paying them all together you can only delay it and you can delay it by doing something you probably don't want to do that probably won't do as well for you long term and you're going to be better off investing it we believe
2: and at this point josh you're 52 years old you're coming into what some might call a windfall this is a big moment and you already said have set aside a lot of other money for retirement. I personally think at this age and in this situation, you should go get some professional help, 100% fiduciary, somebody that sits down and says, here's where you are. You're going to be adding this. You're going to do this, this and this and puts together a plan for you prior mm-hmm. to you taking the money and trying to invest it out in the wild west of all the possible possible things you could invest. Um, because. This is a point of inflection. This is a major moment to try to make do the right thing with this money you're coming into without messing around with it.
1: And this is one of the best pieces of advice you're ever – you may not think so, but this is one of the best pieces of financial advice you're ever going to get, what Tom just told you. You Thank you. we, We need to convince everyone to put the plan ahead of the investments. Park the money which is another word we don't like, but put it somewhere where it can earn a little bit of money for a while and determine what you want this money to do for you, what you need it to do for you, how much risk you can take to get it to do that for you, and how much risk you need to take to get it to do what you need it to do. The plan must precede the portfolio. Ooh,
2: and I'm we have people that on our website yeah i love that plan must proceed portfolio so we have people up on our website we trust right they're still there at other firms yeah
1: com. yeah absolutely yeah. we got a, a we we at talkingrealmoney.com we want to make it easy for you to find a good fiduciary advisor you can find uh, several of them there there are ways to vet advisors how do you
2: find them on the website i always forget i don't know
1: it's on there somewhere
2: um you you got to click on something it's pretty easy talkingrealmoney.com um, oh talkingrealmoney.com
1: slash i think it's help
2: yeah, and if you've already yes, it is. done it's slash help. Thank you, yeah. slash help. If you've already done the first part, you know what your asset allocation should be, and you're gonna do this on your own. Fine. We give you free portfolios at Fidelity, Schwab and Vanguard, right there you can run yep, out yep, and yep. invest properly. Yep. Absolutely.
1: But you get the plan first. You've got to get the plan. This is too important. It's way too important to take lightly. And that's what most of this silly industry does is they take your money very lightly. When somebody if you walk into a broker's office or an insurance agent's office or a broker in a bank and you say, I've got 700000 dollars and I need to invest it. Tell me what to do. They will tell you what to do. That is wrong it's just plain old wrong it's disingenuous it is backward it is wrong but they will lie to you because they want to make money off of you now of course everybody in every industry even in the medical industry you know makes money off of other people but the trick is to do it in a way that is honorable and in your best interest and that's why we tell you you must 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 have a plan first it's
2: critical. It's you can't get by without it. I found it. Huh? I found a lot of people. By the way, will tell me what you just said. They'll call and say, "I just came into X. What should I do with it?" And I'll tell them, "Look, you gotta we got to know this, 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 and this beforehand." And people are disappointed. Right? Think, well, no, no, I just want the solution. Just, just tell me where to what box to check, where to move the money. And I tell people, you got to be patient. That's down the road somewhere. And are you? exactly like
1: every other person on the planet are your wants needs fears identical to every other person on the planet because that's what you're asking that's what you're saying when you ask what should i do with my money the assumption is that there is one thing that everybody no matter what their situation should be doing with their money and there's not
2: it's not the affinity whatever fund Q fund oh my that makes gosh. a lot of money no and no risk. one
1: size fits all answer. Now, if you have you 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 got ten thousand dollars in your IRA and you want to figure out how to invest that for the next thirty years, yeah, we can give you a one size fits all kind of answer. But otherwise, phew, way hard. Randy, you're up next. Welcome to Talking Real Money. We've got about two minutes. Hey, Randy, go. Yeah, I got
3: 64000 I got
2: sixty four thousand left in Edelman finances in my 401k and my wife wants me to roll it over cause I'm retiring and take a little bit out and roll it over into something. Uh, and, uh, so, uh, my question is, is like if I went to Left Schwab or, or someplace else, could I like, uh, cut that up and, and take like, say maybe five or 10,000 out, pay the taxes on it. And, uh, so, and continue. So you need tires while you're it? there? So you're gonna, you need you're some... literally where the rubber meets the road yeah, really, on this one. No,
1: okay. Here's the thing: sixty-four thousand bucks. Your wife wants you to take some out to do what with?
4: Uh, she just wants to spend it. I don't know what all she wants to spend it on. <laughs> she
2: says I want five to ten thousand of it. <laughs> so, so, okay. You, you know you you know
1: you got to pay taxes on that, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, but but you know, I mean, I've been married for thirty-two years, and so I figure that's you do like what the you have least to do. I could do.
1: All right. That's good. Yeah. Uh, fine. What you're, what you're going to do is you're going to do a four, you're going to do an IRA rollover. You're going to do an IRA transfer. You're going to set up an IRA with somebody like Schwab, but it would be Charles Schwab, uh, or with Vanguard or Fidelity, wh- whomever. And you're going to want to, again, go back and take our risk quiz to see how much risk you're comfortable taking. And then you're going to allocate that between stocks and bonds, global, diversified
2: with using mutual funds not individual stocks or bonds we give you the portfolios on the website talkingrealmoney.com yeah. take advantage of all that free there's all those goodies give you-
1: so much free stuff at talkingrealmoney.com darn it go get it tom
0: and don are talking real
1: money Set your course for a great future with a free copy of our 60-page Better Retirement Guidebook at vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com.
0: Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. Most of the people
1: in this business, when you go to them for a free consultation, they are going to sell you something. They are not going to help you. Uh, we know that people need help and don't necessarily always need to hire an investment advisor, a financial fiduciary. Which is why Tom and I, since the beginning of time for Vestry, have offered everybody who asks time with one of our advisors to start a plan, to find out what you need to do to get to the next step. And it's more a lot more time than you're going to get on the show because you only get like a couple minutes here.
2: So, yeah. And the thing is that that's always the starting place. Anybody over the age of 50, anybody who's thinking about retirement, you got to have that plan and we'll give you the free hour. So go to talkingrealmoney.com and click on contact or the same thing at
0: vestory.com that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. You know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, knowing can accurately, consistently predict past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestria, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. I uh, should keep the lawyers happy.